0: Guys, it's Chelsea, and this is Grace, and you're listening to Fridays at Five. <laughs>
1: that was awful. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our first episode of Fridays at
0: Five. I'm Chelsea, and I'm Grace, aka Lipsticks and Lattes. If you don't know my actual name. So Today's episode is going to be an introduction to both of us. Chelsea's going to tell you all about how she found her way to nursing school and why she wanted to be a nurse. I'll tell you a little bit about law school, how I decided to be a lawyer, and we're also going to do some pop culture sort of funny things. We don't want this podcast to be all about work. It's probably 50-50, just like Most of your lives probably are 50% work, 50% fun, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, but we definitely don't want it to be all work or all fun. So feel free to go to our Instagram, which is Fridays dot at five. So Fridays period at five and ask us questions about literally anything and we will address it on the podcast. A lot of people had questions for Chelsea on why she went to nursing school. So Chelsea, what made you decide to go to school to be a nurse?
1: The cliche is I always wanted to help people as everyone else, but I didn't know how. Um, I've had some family members who were in the medical field. I've had very sick family members who I've seen be taken care of by like the best nurses ever. And I always tried to put like two and two together. And then I decided, why don't I try to go to nursing school? I ended up getting in. Um, I just graduated and it was the best decision I've ever made. It was also the hardest thing I've ever done. And anybody else out there that's in nursing school or that already is a nurse already knows what I'm talking about. Um, But I wouldn't change it for the world. Honestly, I'm really happy. i don't have a job right now, but which is also fine, like not the end of the world, but, um, you know, I'm excited to start my career. There's a lot going on in the world right now, but honestly it's happening. So I don't really have a choice. None of us really do. It's just going on. So, but I'm excited. One of the main things that inspired me was my grandmother being sick. Um, Long story short, she passed away, but the care that she received while she was still here was immaculate. I really, they made everything that she was going through so peaceful and they just made it a positive experience. And I really hope that one day I can also give back that experience to somebody else because everyone deserves to go through life with care as proper as that. And it's also a privilege that I've realized going through school, going through clinical, going through work, that um, I'm so intimate with my patients at their time of hospitalization that in reality, we're just strangers, but they have so much thought and so much care into everything that's going on and i can't believe that i'm the person that's going to be there helping them and it's just it's a great feeling so i'm really excited to start off my career as i'm assuming everyone else is out there and i'm rooting for you guys now for grace's question um this is also very popular it was how did you decide to go to law school
0: i get this question literally every single time i post a video or on instagram and i think it's really popular because honestly lawyers are still predominantly men it's a very male dominated field and i think to see a young woman in law school or a lawyer it's inspiring so i think that's probably why i get this question a lot and also there are not many lawyers or law students on the internet publicly so you know everyone has an instagram but not everyone is like really posting their instagram in the way that i do so i think that's probably why i get this question a lot So I went to law school because I watched the movie, The Paper Chase, in my high school, I think it was like AP U.S. History class, which I believe was my junior year of high school. So we watched that movie and it really inspired me to go to law school. That movie is all about just being a law student and I just found it really inspiring. And then we spent the rest of that year learning about different U.S. uh, Supreme Court cases that changed the world or at least change the United States. And after seeing how those cases really changed the way people live, um, you know, predominantly Brown versus Board of Education, I really wanted to be involved in something that I could help make a positive change in the world. And that made me want to go to law school. So really ever since high school, I've wanted to go. So I went to college for criminal justice. I was a criminal justice major, a psychology minor. And I went knowing that I would end up going to law school. So another question I get is what would I have done if I didn't go to law school? And I really, I can't answer that because I don't know. I went and I've been thinking this is what I wanted to do since I was like 15. And before this, I wanted to go to fashion school. And boy, would that have been a journey because I can't draw for um, anything. So good thing I went to law school. I have no creativity. My end goal in careers is to be a college professor or a law school professor, but really a college professor. I think so many of the professors I had really changed the way I saw the world and really changed the way I thought about politics and the way I thought about equality and especially sociology classes, criminology classes, policing classes. You know, cr- criminal justice kind of seems like a very narrow subject and it it is, but it's very based on sociology and based on the way humans interact. And those professors really changed the way I lived my life and the way I viewed other people. So I think my end goal is to be a professor and help change young minds and help them see the world in a different way without literally seeing the world. So the next question for Chelsea is what kind of nursing practices have you done and what is your ultimate nursing job?
1: So when I graduated high school, I actually got my EMT license, which is Emergency Medical Technician. And with that, it allowed me to volunteer um, with my local ambulance corps and it allowed me to get a job on an ambulance. And when I volunteered, I would go to 911 calls, varying all types and with the job I did mostly interfacility transport so I went to many different hospitals and I would bring patients from one hospital to nursing home or nursing home to hospital I only did it for a few years and then I wanted to get more of the hospital side as being in nursing school um, that's just what I really wanted to do so I ended up getting a job in the critical care unit at a hospital near me Um, I worked there for two years and I got a ton of experience there. Um, Nursing school is great and it teaches you the basics of everything. And again, I'm saying this from a new grad point of view. I'm not saying this as an experienced nurse because I'm not, but I learned a lot while being on the job um, in the hospital. I learned everything I learned in school. I saw in the hospital and more Um, the nurses were are actually they are outstanding i've never met a better group of people they communicate super well they know their patients inside and out and it's really good to see that type of care especially during school so you can pick out oh this is something i like or oh this is something that i haven't really seen too much in school um and that's pretty much it with my i guess work life with being in school but now that i am a graduate i will do any job that will hire me because that's how it works
0: so if you're looking to hire a nurse you can reach out to chelsea at fridays at five on instagram
1: a lot of people typically go into medical surgical nursing once they first graduate i am not opposed to that at all Um, However, I do like critical care like everybody else that graduates from nursing school. I also really like maternity. I just did my senior capstone at a birthing center near my college. And it was really, really nice because I got to see the entire birth process from before, during, after, for mother and baby. Now, the next question we have for Grace is any networking tips?
0: ...events from literally the first week. And I'm going to be honest, I was not the best networker. Contrary to what you probably think, I'm actually quite shy in real life. I don't like to approach people if I don't know them, but at networking events, especially a room full of judges and lawyers, they literally need you to approach them because they aren't going to come up to you. So my best networking tip if you're at a networking event is don't be embarrassed to go up to someone and just say, hi, You know, what kind of law do you practice or where do you practice Because they are there for a reason. They're not there because they had nothing to do that night. Trust me. If they had nothing to do, they're going home. They're there for a reason. And that's either to look for an intern or because they needed a CLE credit. But they're there and they want to talk to you. I guarantee if you ask them, you know, what kind of law do you practice? What was your most memorable case? They want to talk about it. And they're not going to think anything negatively of you, which is what I always thought. So just go up and ask them, you know, what do you do? and they will talk to you. But my most important tip is to follow up. If someone tells you that, oh, you know, I'm a criminal defense lawyer and I have this firm and, oh, if you really want a job, you know, message me in a few months and maybe I'll have something. Follow up with that person because the way that I've gotten a lot of my jobs is by following up. And when I tell you I don't leave people alone, I don't leave them alone. One of my jobs, I emailed this guy about four times over the course of Two years and I finally got the job because he had an open clerk position, and it's just because I literally wouldn't leave him alone. And he even said to me in the interview the reason that I got the job was because I was so persistent and because I clearly was interested in the job because I followed up. So never be embarrassed that you're emailing someone or, you know, calling them or messaging them because if they really didn't want to answer, they just wouldn't. And if you're having a conversation, Just, I don't want to say smile because I hate when people tell me to smile, but, you know, be a good listener and, you know, respond to the questions they ask or respond to what they're saying, because as much as you hate to talk to them, they really don't want to talk to you if you are not listening. Chelsea, did you have to do any networking sort of things in nursing school? I literally don't know anything about nursing schools.
1: Yeah. So actually, I was just going to say that's really good advice that you just gave because, Do you offer
0: the handshake i can't tell you how important that is i don't know when this came into my mind that the handshake was important it definitely was instilled on me from like a movie you know like when the boyfriend friend meets the girlfriend's dad and the guy's like oh that handshake he's like a limp fish whatever but really you have to have a good handshake it shows if you're firm and if you actually care and i really hate to say that because it really technically shouldn't matter but it does and a good handshake just shows that you give a shit honestly so have a good handshake look them in the eye tell them your name and be serious especially if you're a girl or a woman or whatever listening to this you have to put your foot in that door because I really hate to say it but guys have no problem you know being assertive but for some reason, women, we still have a problem doing it. And I'm definitely someone who does this. Be assertive. You know, look him in the eye. Give him a handshake or give her a handshake. Whoever you're talking to, be firm, be assertive. If you know what you want, tell them what you want. You don't have to be what, like a wet blanket. Is that what the term is? Or like a when you let so, people walk all over you?
1: <laughs> so I'm unsure of the term. But we can call it a wet blanket. If I you don't want. think
0: it's a wet blanket. You know, on second thought, it's definitely not a wet blanket, but that's not even okay. Close.
1: <laughs> so I just Googled it. It's a sloppy hand.
0: So was I right? Wasn't I talking about being a wet blanket with the handshake? <laughs> yeah, so I was right.
1: It's about the same, which is, or a limp handshake. It's what you said, right?
0: And I feel like usually a wet blanket, that's someone who like ruins the party. Like, don't be a wet blanket because. You don't want to hang out tonight. Whatever. Don't be a wet blanket because you don't want to go to the networking event. If you're going to the networking event, be present. Have a firm handshake and tell them what the fuck you want because you know other people
1: are. Period.
0: Next question would be for Chelsea. So, Chelsea, what makes you happy?
1: So, that was a really interesting question because I feel like that's like the golden question that everybody gets asked. Um, Honestly, it doesn't take much. (laughs) I don't mean that to sound bad at all. I love the outdoors, whether I'm at the beach or I'm hiking or I'm just simply sitting in my backyard. I think being outside, just the sunlight just makes me feel so much better.
0: The sunlight is so good for you. This point in quarantine, I think it was like April and it was freezing outside, I would just bundle up in my three coats and just sit in the driveway simply because the sun was out, even though it was 30 degrees.
1: And this quarantine was a killer in New York because it was cold. So one of the last questions I'm going to ask for Grace, and actually I can tie into this too, but one of the questions she was asked was, how do you handle a work-life balance and a high-pressure job?
0: So definitely being a lawyer is a high-pressure job I technically, I think I am a lawyer, but I'm not an attorney because I haven't taken the bar exam yet, but nothing of what I say should be construed as legal advice. I am not your lawyer. Please consult an external lawyer if you feel the need for legal advice. Don't listen to me. I'm simply a law school graduate, but I have worked as a lawyer under the student practice order in New York. Basically, the student practice order you can act as a lawyer and doing certain things under the supervision of an admitted attorney. So I've done a lot of things that have actual real consequences for other people. And when I was working at a defense office, um, although I personally couldn't do much on my own because a student practice order doesn't apply to private practice, I was able to do and put in a lot of input on a lot of serious things. So it is a very high pressure environment. And I made the choice to not bring that stuff home because it it was heavy. Like a lot of the stuff I dealt with was it was heavy and it was hard to hear and it was hard to listen to and it was really hard to see. I'm personally someone I can switch my brain off if I want to. And I'm very lucky to have that ability. But I can switch that off. I would switch that off when I came home because the last thing I wanted to think about was work. I think if you work in a high pressure job, when I was at work, I didn't answer my texts. You know, I wasn't on my phone texting my friends, seeing what they were doing. I wasn't on Instagram. I wasn't texting Jesse. Like, I was at work. And when I was at home, I was at home, unless like my actual boss texted me, in which case I was back at work. But You have to learn to separate it. And I think that is what can really help you as an adult. And the best advice I've ever gotten from bosses is to go enjoy your life while you can. Last summer, I worked at a Fortune 500 company. I was in house litigation and I had an amazing, amazing leader. And he was a senior vice president of the company. And his advice was to enjoy life while you can. And honestly, that stuck with me, and I always try to enjoy things when I can and not think about work because he went away on the weekends, he had time with his family, and I know he wasn't thinking about litigation.
1: Of course I would. Grace and I met two years ago. We all went out to dinner, me, James, Jesse, and Grace. When we went out to dinner, I originally thought that Jesse was a woman. And I think it's hysterical looking back at it now because James had told me, oh, I have a best friend, Jesse. Like, I need you to meet my friend. And I said, absolutely. Like, Any friend of James is a friend of mine. And of course, I had a little hesitation because I thought Jesse was a woman and which is fine. Like boyfriends are allowed to have friends that are girls. But when I'm first meeting James two years ago and then he tells me this, it was all a lot to swallow. But I ended up going out. I had the best time ever It was so much fun. Grace was hysterical. Jesse was absolutely hysterical as well. And there was just a lot that we talked about. We just honestly kicked it off really well at dinner. And then I think we went out after that with a group of James and Jesse's friends. So it was really nice. And it was very calm and interesting, but I had a good time. Jesse and I got engaged and then we went out to dinner again. But again, we weren't like, can you friends. tell we like to eat?
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 every day. Um, but even then, we weren't still friends. It wasn't until like, I want to say this past fall that we really yeah. good friends.
1: Jesse and James always travel together, they're little travel buddies. So they leave us home <laughs> and then we just go to <laughs> do So, yeah, in the
0: fall, or actually, it was like February, we went to
1: the city. Also when also went to a heeg and Yes, we, we did. Become friends because our boyfriends, fiancés
0: are literal best friends. They grew up and not in the same house, but they were neighbors and they've always been best
1: friends and it just kinda worked and me and Charles to get along. Yeah, because God forbid, imagine and we, we didn't <laughs> That's what we're doing now, actually. <laughs> actually, they're currently working together, and it's, you know, hysterical because now we're starting our own little thing, and it's just funny because we get to hang out all the time while they're working. Sucks to Sook.
0: So that is how we met every week. If you guys want to ask us like personal questions or things not related to work, you can always do that on our Instagram.
1: I'd love to answer them. Um, Work is awesome. Great. Love her, but But definitely not all about it. Yeah, it's definitely not (laughs) the only
0: thing we care about. So if you have personal questions or like funny questions, you can always ask that on our Instagram. Speaking of which, we had a really funny would you rather. The funny one was would you rather live until you're 75? but you know you're going to die on your 75th birthday or live until you're 125. So Chelsea, what would you rather?
1: I would rather live until I'm 125 just because to me that seems like a longer, more enjoyable time. And the more time you have, the more time you have to do things, um, experience things. And dying at 75, especially in the medical field, 75 I, in my opinion, that's pretty young. seems pretty young to me. It is very young. I remember being a little kid. and s- like 40 was old. I not about to kick the
0: bucket at 40. Oh, my God. I
1: know. Yeah. And it's like crazy to me because I just don't understand. Like looking back at it, I'm like, oh, se- like we, you said, 40, 75. I was like, oh, my God. Like what a grandpa. Now I'm like, oh, my God. Good for you. 75, yeah. walking, talking, driving. Yeah. Good for you. And you can't
0: collect Social Security like... By the t- 65
1: by I the time we get there it'll be 85 Honestly, we're not gonna have
0: any social security <laughs> by the time you can't fucking retire you gotta work until you die by the time <laughs> we're that old but yeah i also i would choose 125 because how am i going to live my 74th year knowing that i'm gonna die like on my birthday that sucks oh yeah awful i wouldn't be able and to, you have do to tell it. your whole family like okay guys you have one more year exactly yeah exactly mm, one no. more year okay so now we're going to move on to some this or that and actually our last recording of this or that i asked chelsea about bryce or Jaden, and she didn't know who they were so we're going to skip that she needs to catch up on her tiktok and all the hype house and sway house members so we're going to move on to our next one which would be instagram or tiktok if you could only use one what would it be
1: so i would I like both of them. I think TikTok is hysterical. I think, well, obviously there's more that I don't know about that I need to do my homework on. But with TikTok, I guess my for you page, there's just like a lot going on there. I have recipes. I have places to travel to that are close to me and or not close to me.
0: I think Chelsea might be on alt TikTok, which I have a little bit of <laughs> I too. definitely am. I'm like halfway stuck between alt TikTok and then what people call straight TikTok. Because I definitely have a lot of dancing. But I also have a lot of like beans and a lot of frog <laughs> action. Like I don't get it, but it's funny. But also I have a lot of TikToks that are kind of like vines. And vine was so funny back in the day. I was so mad when they got rid of it. But I guess it was kind of just over by the time they got rid of it. Like it yeah. was overdone. But I love the TikToks that are just, they're just funny. Like, they're not funny because someone acted it out. They're They're relatable. Yeah, they're just (laughs) funny. I think I would, I don't know. I like Instagram because I like to watch people's stories. Like, this is what I did today. This is my outfit. Buy this, buy that. But also, I don't really care as much to scroll through people's feeds. I'd rather, like, watch the Instagram story. So maybe I would choose TikTok over that because people, like, vlog on TikTok they do those are really nice too i like that a lot those take so much effort you have to record like a second of everything you do in the day so our next this or that was high school musical zach efron or ted bundy zach efron i choose ted bundy zach efron clearly not ted bundy no but just the way he looked in that movie as opposed to high school musical but if you asked me 10 years ago i would That was so
1: many people's, like, first crush. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Middle
0: school when I so He definitely wasn't, like, first crush. My first crush was Nick Carter.
1: Oh, oh yes. But, um... Yes. No, I completely agree with you. I think that I would pick Ted Bundy, Zac Efron as well, just because he looked so good in that film. He worked it like no other. But I'm telling you Troy back in the day, he also had my heart. But, yeah. but looking at him now, I'm like, oh my god, what a baby. Yeah, I know. When he gives her that tea necklace. Yeah. Ugh, woof.
0: And then our final this or that would be big apartment in the city or a big house in the suburbs. So, the city being New York City if you guys don't know that. We live in New York.
1: We just call it the city. A lot of people find it weird, but get over it. I would never so, call it New York City. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I personally would definitely choose a big apartment in New York City because I'm 22 years old and I love the city. I think there's so much to do there. It's so much fun. Um, it's just like a lot of restaurants. Like I said, I love to eat food. There's a lot of like plays and just literally anything and everything that you think about is in Manhattan. And I wouldn't, maybe in like 10 years, I would want to move to the suburbs and like raise kids because I don't, even though you can raise kids in Manhattan, there's nothing wrong with that. I personally just don't think I would want to. Um, At some point in my life, I'd like to have a nice like little yard for cats and dogs and everything.
0: And I would definitely choose a big house in the suburbs. But when I was 22, I probably would have chosen an apartment in the city as well. I wanted to live in the city for a while, like end of college, beginning of law school. But then once I worked in the city, I was like, there is absolutely no way in hell I could live here. Just because the hustle and bustle, I, I like that for work. But when I want to relax, like I need actual, like quiet, quiet, quiet. And you just don't have that in the city. I worked no. in... The empire state building over the summer like really really high up in the empire state building and the sirens were like they were blowing through the window they never go away
1: and you know the city is such a small place and it's there's like 7 million people in there. there is like that is absolutely wrong, but I know. well no there's a ton of people there i feel like it just echoes in the city because she is a tiny city, but there's a ton of people there.
0: And if you've never been to the city or New York City in the summer, it is humid as mm-hmm. all hell. <laughs> and you wouldn't really expect it because it's not like tropical by any means. <laughs> uh, no. It's just wet and it's hot and smelly.
1: I went on the hottest day to New York City with James last year and it popped up on my memories on snapchat and i like remember looking back and i was like oh my god i can't believe how hot it was and like you're right it's just wet it's just gross
0: yeah so i would choose a house in the suburbs chelsea would choose an apartment but that we're not gonna let that stop us from being friends guys we're gonna work through this problem (laughs) and figure out a common solution hopefully you don't hear their air conditioning that just turned on it's pretty loud she is l-
1: so loud so i'm really sorry but yeah. it's hot outside
0: and chelsea and james just got a cat finn if you don't we follow chelsea do. on instagram you probably wouldn't know but he is such a little baby he's laying on chelsea's legs right now he's like two pounds
1: oh my gosh i love him he's so cute if i can get him purring one of these times i promise you i will it's like it's those
0: tiktoks where they put the little microphone for the <laughs> animal <laughs> yeah
1: anything to say sir
0: Did you hear that, guys? Because right, he has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> but that is going to be it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. It took us probably five hours to film in total.
1: Oh my god, this is <laughs> so hard to do this. I'm sorry for the first one. It's not going to be yeah.
0: great. Perfect.
1: We are a work in progress. Anyone who does this like full time, by the way, if you ever want to give us any if you tips. Have any th- Help, please. I'm begging you because I would love to hear it. But
0: we hope you enjoyed. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram Fridays at 5. Make sure you follow and subscribe
1: to the Mm -hmm. podcast. Give us a little rating. Get us on those top charts. (laughs) 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 Oh. Five stars, anything less, um, I will block you on Instagram. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Well, I won't. You can (laughs) follow me at at chelsea mcnulty underscore you don't have to but if you want to see finn then i suggest that you do he's a good boy yeah (laughs) yeah and yeah I just want to say thanks again for listening
0: thanks for listening guys we'll see you or hear you well we will actually won't see or hear you but you'll hear us next week someday
1: someday someday my dears
0: signing off over and out
1: (laughs) bye bye